The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Steven Serta. On Friday, rookies and quarterbacks reported to St. Joseph, Missouri to get underway at Chiefs training camp. We are officially here. Veterans are not in the building yet, just rookies and quarterbacks. But on Friday, we heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, wide receiver Sky Moore, and cornerback Trent McDuffie. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll hear from Sky Moore and Trent McDuffie. Here's Andy Reid. Got a couple of things just for you I want to knock out. Uh, Richard Fenton um, has shoulder surgery. Um, uh, Lucas Yang had knee surgery. These guys will be up here, but they won't. Uh, they they won't be practicing. And then Ross also. Justin Ross had uh, foot surgery, so he he won't be practicing either. So though, everybody else is good to go. Um, everybody else is back and, and and rolling. So we're we're in good shape. Great to be back at Missouri Western State University. Um, just uh, very very excited to get things going. We have there there are some new players on the team, which makes it exciting. It's not that same group that's been here probably the last three four years. Uh, there's been a nice influx of of uh, really good football players that we look forward to. Uh, seeing as things heat up here, uh, not literally, but very warm here, I know for you, but um, uh, as things heat up uh, and the season gets gets a little closer. Have a great schedule that we're playing, uh, we're all aware of, uh, and we look forward to that challenge. That's why we're in this, for, for those kind of challenges. And and uh, our players, I, I, there's, there's a great energy that we left with during OTAs and that we uh, will now have I'm sure uh, up here. So, and then uh, thanks to Dr. Kennedy, uh, the president of the university, and uh, Mr. Carter, Andrew Carter, uh, the athletic director, for putting on and allowing us to to be in this position up here. So, it's a great great situation for a, for a camp. Not a lot of teams are are doing camps anymore. It used to be everybody would jump in and make the move, but there's a there's probably less than half now that are that are doing this, but uh, we sure like that to build camaraderie uh, and, and a nice foundation for the season. Anyways, with that, time's yours. Coach, you mentioned Rashad Fenton, Bruce Bang, and Justin Ross. Do you anticipate them starting camp when the veterans come here on the pup list? Yeah, I would probably tell you no. Yeah, I'd probably tell you they they will they'll start on pup. Okay. Yeah, they'll start on pup, but they won't be practicing. Yeah. And, and Andy, you, you mentioned that Justin had the foot surgery. Did that um, occur at any point during the? 
No, it was a little bit off of the surgery that he had before. Just uh, uh, it wasn't functioning quite the way uh, it was bothering him. So it wasn't working quite the way he wanted it. So they went in and redid it. And, um, you know, we're hoping that this is this works out well. Do you, do you have a, do, Andy, do you have a timetable as to, like, what his recovery time will be? Uh, I don't, but it's going to take time. Yeah, yeah it's going to take time. As a football coach, I'm real excited. As a football player now, huh? <laughs> um, I, I would this heat would have. I might argue about it, but um, no. I'm listen. I'm I'm very excited to get everybody here, and uh, I, I know the, that's how the that's how the players feel. I, I've talked to enough of the guys that uh, they're excited about this, and um, so here we go. We're taking one day at a time and get try to get better every day. I you know I don't know that. So I don't know whether he's going to be here or not. If he's here, uh, great. And if he's not, we, we move on. So we, that's how we've done in the past. This isn't the first time I've been through something like this. Um, uh, so I, my thing is we just go. And whoever the next guy is, it's uh, going to step in there. We know Joe Tooney can do it in a heartbeat. So if, uh, you know, if we need to go that direction, we can go that direction. We, we've got some new faces in there that can also do it. How surprising was it to you, I mean, given the relationship that y'all had with Orlando Brown and him with the team, that, that the deal was not done by July the 15th? Yeah, listen, things happen. I mean, that, that's the name of this game, where we are today. It's probably been that way for for a number of years. You know, I always go back to Babe Ruth moving from, you know, moving to the Yankees from, from the Red Sox. I mean, a great player, and this thing's been, this type of thing in professional sports goes on. And you work through it. You work through it as a player. You work through it as a team and and uh, and move forward. You know. I haven't even got to that that point, but we know uh, you know if if things keep going, I mean, we know he can do that. Andy, on the one hand, Orlando's played quite a bit, but on sure. the other hand, still, as you said before, he's still young, and especially on the left side. How much is he going to miss if he's not up here? Yeah, I mean, I would tell you when when you miss, you miss. I mean, it's hard to make make that up i mean it, that's just logical uh so but to say he doesn't have a foundation i mean he's got a he has a foundation of of the plays that we run and the things we do so uh but he missed all of otas and all, all of that so the new stuff that we've put in that's where he'll have to catch up Andy, because you like you said you've done this before with obviously the, the business side and whether or not a contract is extended or not how do you what do you take from those experiences to ensure that the player and the team can obviously function the way that you would like so that there's not necessarily friction or the contract sort of overshadowing or looming over the situation? Yeah, sure. There's a the yeah, there's a time element and I think players uh, with time they, they, they're able to sort that out. These are young guys, so I mean they, they sorted out the business side of it and and the football side of it and they're able to separate that. Um, uh, for the most part, the ones I've been around did, did a great job with that. And then they show up and they, they do their, their, their football part. They're still going to be paid, and you know Orlando's going to be paid pretty good money. So, um, so it's, uh, you know, they're they're able to separate that and uh, and move on. So that's how that's how it goes. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe you can term it motivated. I, I, I look at it more of everybody getting on the same page 
And uh, there's an urgency to that because we, we know the level that, that we're capable of performing at. <clears throat> so whether it's coaches and, and or the players, the ones that have been here and the new ones, uh, I think there's a sense of urgency to, uh, and that, that makes it, you know, that's the exciting part. Let's see what we can do. And, uh, um, you know, we're always trying to be a notch better than what we were before. So we're going to try. That's what we're going to do every day. We're going to try to get better. Sure. Yeah, so I tell the players, I mean, um, uh, that we're going to try to exploit your um, strengths and we're going to work on making your weaknesses into a strength. And, um, and just take that in mind when, when you come into this program. That's how we, we roll. So that's what we, you know, we've started with, with our guys in the OTAs. We've studied enough tape on the new guys that are coming in to know what, what they're good at and We'll incorporate that in, which we've, we've done, and then uh, we'll work on some things, and, and, uh, which they've been doing, um, uh, so that they can get better and even have a bigger role. McCole has been vocal over the, the years about just, you know, he's been behind Tyreek, and, and in, a, in a sense that maybe is capped production. What do you see from him maybe now that things may be a little bit more open up? Uh, open up? Yeah, I, I think McCole will do, do fine. I mean, it's... Uh, I don't know if there was somebody in line. He's had some pretty good plays for us. So um, I, I think he'll just continue to grow. He, he's in the right frame of mind. He's worked hard, and I'd expect that uh, just to kind of take place this next step, yeah. You mentioned all the new faces, and I know you said, let's see what you can do. Is that what gets you excited about? Yeah, it said, uh, um, yes, I, I would tell you, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about that, actually. Yeah, I, I it, um, you know, to be able to teach from a coaching standpoint and the players are excited to learn and, and uh, to see where they can get to. And I just think that's a, it's a healthy thing. Andy, you've done it with Fred, obviously, Donovan, Alex. Um, when a guy is entering the prime like Patrick is, what are you most interested to see from him, given that this is not his first training camp? Yeah, so he, Patrick does a great job with his leadership ability. He's got a nice feel for things. He understands his strengths. He understands his weaknesses. He's willing to work on his weakness uh, like a wild man, and uh, he, he attacks those things. He wants you to coach him and coach him hard and, you know, and, and do that, which, I mean, that's what we're here for, to be teachers. And, um, and so I, I would, it, he's gonna, that's what he is. And so with that comes uh, natural progress every year that you're in it. You just take another step up. So is there one thing I'm looking for? No, that's not what I'm doing. But I'm, I'm uh, you know, I like, I like his attitude. Yeah, he'll be here. Yeah, as long as he makes a plane on time, but yeah, he'll be, he'll be here. <laughs> Patrick mentioned that, you know, last year with the foot injury and everything like that, that his base was kind of off. And that was something you had to kind of reinforce with him last year. He's working on that. Is that common? I mean, that even great players like Mahomes, that injuries like that can kind of you know mess up with their mechanics and their core. Yeah, you try to well, when you're when you're banged up a little bit, you try to work around those things. Sometimes if you work around, them, you might get into you know throw you off a tick. And so, um, and normally it's the player that that knows that because uh, they've got it down to that finest point. So um, if he told you that, that's what he that's what he means by that. Yeah, yeah.
I like your shirt. Football aside, you've been doing this a while. What's that one thing that you had to bring to make sure that you know you're just going to be here at training? Yeah, listen, I mean, I get excited every day. I, mean, I get fired up. I always tell the player, I'm going to give you my best. I'm going to try to do that. If I don't, let me know about it. Um, tell me. But I'm going to try to bring it every day. And I don't feel any different at 64 than I did at 24. I'm, I, I've, you know, I'm, I'm coming at you. So let's go. Andy, do you think you, you found a way from an efficiency standpoint? Back in the days, you, you guys used to have two practices a day. Yeah. Do you think you found a version where you can get essentially the same amount of work with one practice? Yeah. I mean, listen, we get a lot of work in. Uh, uh, the players understand that. They understand that every play is important. That we're going to go fast. We're not going to repeat plays. I mean, we just don't do that. Um, and so you, you want to maximize your play. We're going to try to make it as much like a game as we can. Um, and then we're going to learn from it if you make a mistake. We're going to learn from the mistake and try to get better. So I, I think efficiency-wise, we we get a lot done. Um, I, I think the recovery process and all that science that we've learned uh, is good. It's good for the player. I think it'll be good you know, from the longevity standpoint for the player. The league's put a lot of emphasis on that. Um, so uh, the rules, the new rules, you trying to get the head out of the game as much as possible. I mean, all this stuff is good stuff, and the league continuously works on that. I mean, you got to take your hat off to them for, for working through it, not shying away from it. So, a couple more guys. <clears throat> Coach, what's the benefit of quarterbacks and rookies to be here early and more than that? Yeah, so uh, I, I would tell you it's it's similar to the coaches. So I'm, uh, Eric Bieniemy, I stand up front. Spag stands up front. Dave Tobe stands up front of the team. And when you're doing these installations, you're knocking the rust off. So by the time the Vets get in. <clears throat> now you get to go over it one more time when the vets are there, and it's just a little bit smoother. I think it's the same way with the quarterbacks. Quarterbacks come in, they knock a little rust off, so they can hit the ground running when the um, you know when the veteran players come back in, and uh, and they've got everything down. Uh, remember, they have to learn the most, so uh, they've got to know everything backward and forward. They've got to be able to spit the play out, do it within you know, with efficiency and. And, um, and then they've got to be able to throw the ball with efficiency. They've got to have the run game down and the checks and ball with all this stuff that they've got on their plate. And reps helps. And the opportunity to have a little bit of time here to just do it and then be able to do it that one more time when the vets get in, I think, is, is big. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right. Yep, yep. On uh, the the place that the Negro League has Negro Leagues have put into the sports in general, not just baseball, um, it's amazing to see them getting the recognition and the players that they have that are Hall of Famers uh, getting put in the right place. What about your Madden rating? My Madden rating, I think the biggest thing that was, I mean, obviously I'm disappointed I'm not 99. I mean, everybody wants to be 99, but I mean, it's, it's probably a good rating. I'm gonna try to work my way back up to 99, kind of through my play on the field, but obviously. I know y'all saw the speeds up there, though. The speeds is just climbing. I'm trying to get that speed to 90. So I'm going to have to have a few more runs this year and get that speed to 90. Have you talked to Orlando Brown at all? I talk to Orlando all the time. Um, me and him have a great relationship. Obviously, we wanted to get the deal done. I'm sure he wanted to get the deal done and everything like that. But at the end of the day, we're going to go out there and play football, and I'm excited uh, for him to him to be here and be a part of the, be a part of the team again. Yeah, I'm I'm I mean, I have no idea who said that. I mean, he's a he's a great team player. He's one of the smartest football 
players I think I've ever played with. Um, he has a high IQ. Um, I remember I, even when he wasn't at OTAs, he's asking me questions. He's watching the film. He's doing everything uh, to make sure that when he when he steps here, he's ready to go. Um, and I think that comes with him. His dad playing in the league. He's been around the sport uh, his whole life. And uh, you ask anybody on this team, he's one of the best guys on this team, if not the best one. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, I, haven't, I didn't ask him anything like that, but you want him to be here, I mean, just because of the guy he is, and he's a leader on this football team. But at the same time, uh, when it comes to money and, and contracts and stuff like that, I'll never kind of force anyone to do anything because I know they're trying to provide for their family long term. Um, but as a teammate and as a, as a friend, you want him to be here and be a part of this because it's, it's always a good uh, atmosphere when you're down here in St. Joe's and you're going to be in the building and eat together and, and practice together. Patrick, obviously, when you sign your, your deal a few years mm -hmm. ago, yeah, I mean it's it's awesome for not not only the quarterback market but for just the market of players in general. You want the salary cap to keep going up. You want players to keep getting more and more money. Um, and when I signed my deal, I knew I was going to be pretty set for life, uh, regardless of what the market kind of happens. Um, but uh, you just keep you just keep playing. I mean, money is one thing, but when you get those Super Bowl rings at the end of your career, I think that's gonna be the thing that uh, that you look back upon. And uh, I think I've made enough money uh, from the football field and then obviously off of it as well that it, it won't matter at the end of the day. So it's not important to you to be the, the top-paid guy? I mean, a lot of guys obviously take prize. No, I mean, uh, I think uh, especially at the quarterback position, kind of the next guy is the top-paid guy. Uh, any of these top-tier quarterbacks, they make such a difference on, on NFL football teams that it's going to get passed up. And, I mean, even if you look at guys that signed last year to this year, they got passed up. And I'm sure when uh, Burrow, Herbert, and, and Russell and all these guys come around, they'll, they'll keep setting the bar even higher. Um, and so I always want to make sure that you always want to get paid. Like I said, take care of your family, but I want to have a great team around me as well. Um, and so whatever way that is, I'm going to make sure I, I have a great team for me around me the rest of my career. You're always in, in tune with teams like the ESPNs and the Fox Sports. There's been a little bit of chatter the Chiefs offense without Hill be a little bit less this year. What have you kind of gathered from that? And then how do you guys take that maybe as motivation to make sure, okay, with this new crop, it's not going to fall off at all? Yeah, I mean, I think we have the, the right guys in the building. I mean, obviously, it starts with the coaching staff. Um, they've We have a coach that's coached with a mini variety of weapons uh, and all of his different stops, and his offense has always been great. Um, we have a lot of great coordinators, great position coaches that will coach their guys up. Um, and then it, the players. We've got a lot of guys that love football that want to come in here and work, and obviously we see stuff uh, on, on SportsCenter or whatever that is. Um, and that, that people kind of doubt us a little bit, and I think it gives guys extra motivation to come out here and just play even better than they, than they, they thought they could because they want to make sure to prove that we're still going to be the, the prolific offense that we've been uh, since the Andy Reid's been in Kansas City. I mean, first off, it was a sweet catch, so I had to make sure that I posted that. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's good to see young guys, especially like that, coming out and getting extra work in. Um, he came in with a little bit of the hamstring thing, whatever, at the beginning of camp, so we didn't get all those reps that we obviously wanted to. So to get him down in Texas, get some extra reps in, coming into this, this rookie mini camp where I'm sure we'll get more and more reps there, uh, I think it'll just help jumpstart him to kind of help contribute as fast as possible. Because at the end of the day, I mean, he's a rookie coming in having to learn a ton, but he's a lot of talent, and we want to make sure we, whenever the season comes around, he's ready to go. Patrick, you're hearing you're out there's always these lists that come out, you know, ranking QBs, other players. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, if you're not motivated by not being the top of anything, I think you're not in the right profession. So uh, I obviously want to be at the top of the list. I want the Chiefs to be at the top of the rankings. I want to uh, do whatever I can to put us in those positions. But that all comes with how you play on the field. Um, and so uh, you can have these off-season lists and everything like that. But when it comes down to it, it's going to be who's there in the middle of February holding up that, that trophy and getting that ring. So uh, I think whenever you have that motivation to be the best um, and to win as a team, uh, then everything else kind of handles itself. Individually, how much does it matter? I mean, it's other people's opinions, so it shouldn't matter pretty much at all. I mean, uh, I think uh, the best thing about this this game is there's always going to be people climbing and trying to be better and better and be the best. And so in order to be the best and uh, to stay there, you have to keep getting better. Uh, I think you've seen guys like Tom Brady do that, Aaron Rodgers, um, and they keep improving every single year because they know that people are coming to kind of try to take that throne, I guess you would say. And uh, uh, for me, that's just kind of proven to myself that I can't be stagnant. I can't be the same player. I have to keep getting better and better every year. Yeah, I think it's going to be – it really helped a lot this offseason, just not having to go back and rehab for those first two months. I mean, pretty much I was working out, but I couldn't do much, so I had to just rehab basically throughout the entire workout. Um, and this year, just kind of starting from right through the season, just going right back to working out again and kind of being there and kind of can build on stuff that I could work on some of the weaknesses and stuff that I had. And I think it actually helped the, the, how much rehab I did with my legs that I think I'm going to have a better base underneath me. Um, so uh, just, just trying to make sure that I keep getting better. Uh, I want to make sure that I, I can do whatever, it, whatever I can to make the team and put the team in the best position and make us the best team that we could possibly be. When you mention weaknesses, what, what, what sort of jumps out to you and what is something that you think can be tangibly seen yeah, mechanically, I just want to make sure I have a better base. I think uh, with having the foot issues at the end of that last, the the two seasons ago, I kind of got some bad habits of kind of falling off that foot, not playing it in the right spot and making the right throw, and that that'll affect your accuracy. And so I think as the season got, went on, Coach Reed really harped that on me, and I, I got better and better as the season went. Um, but to be able to work with, work on that for a full off season and then coming into training camp, I feel like I'm in a way better spot than I was going in training camp last year, and I'm going to try to keep building on that. couple Pat more, guys. Patrick, you mentioned you, you've been in the <coughs> have been through the business side of mm -hmm. football. What kind of advice are you giving him on, on how to deal with this type of situation? Yeah, I mean, you just got to kind of keep it you keep it in perspective. I mean, obviously, it's such a big deal that no one, no, no player wants to be dealing with. I'm sure the coaches and the GMs and all them don't want to be dealing with as well. Um, but it's something that you want to take care of your future and take care of your family and generations to come. And, I mean, it's money that can take care of your grandkids and their and their kids. Um, and so you want to make sure that all gets handled, but at the same time you want to make sure you're ready to go whenever that does get handled. And so uh, obviously it didn't work out for him uh, this offseason the way that he wanted to. Um, but whenever he gets here, I'm sure he'll be ready to go. And uh, he'll go out there and show what caliber player he is again. And uh, I'm sure uh, uh, that, that will all handle itself at the end of the day. Gonna be like the next couple of weeks. I mean, it's gonna be a grind. You know, it's gonna be like any other camp. I feel like Jewel. You know, not any other one, but this will be a special first camp for me. But I'm back in the dorm life. I'm not too far removed from it. So, are we gonna see you at full speed this thing? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm full ready, full go. How exciting is that gonna be? Man, I'm excited just to be out here and to be healthy. Sky, we haven't had you in a while. I know you dealt with uh, the hamstring yeah. even before the, the rookie camp. Just if you could sort of talk through that and just where you're at now. I know you mentioned you're 100, but, like, how did yeah. it go? Yeah, uh, yeah. it was just – I felt like it was just a, a bit of, like, the transition from combine – well, from my season to combine and to rookie minicamp. So 
it was just a, I, I say like overuse, but that's all behind me right now. I'm, I'm ready. You confirm 100%. 100%. 100%. Guys, is there a difference training for like the draft and then obviously training for your first training camp and what are those differences? Uh, Yeah, I would say there's a difference between like trying to get ready for like a 40 versus trying to get like condition ready for running 50 routes a game. So yeah, I just I say the difference is just uh, there's probably more more stress on the body. You don't got to stress your body too much when you're going through like combine prep. What are you most excited about about coming up? I'm just excited to get in here and uh, carve out my role for the team and just bond with my teammates. What you have mentioned you heard about an Andy Reid training camp and how do you prepare for it? Uh, there's no way I heard you can't prepare for it and there's a lot of running. So, um, but I'm, I'm I feel like I'm ready though. You mentioned dorm life. What was that one thing that you were like, hey, I can't leave home without this? Uh, you know, it's crazy. I actually forgot everything. Really? <laughs> like, I, I, I had a, I had like a, I had a 3.30, I had to wake up at 3.30, I had a 5 a.m. flight, mm-hmm. and I like locked myself out of my hotel in, uh, in Tampa, so I, I got to get my uh, suitcase and ship overnight. Really? So, yeah, I, I, I forgot everything. So, so what are you going to do until then? I'm going to just rock out with the team issue gear, so <laughs> it, 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 it'll, it'll be here tomorrow, so I'll be, right. I'll be good. This guy looked like he went down to Texas. Team. Go ahead, go ahead, Aaron. You got a closest friend on the team, or somebody you looking forward to bonding with? This uh, well, right now, I've, you know, I've been I've been bonding with with Fleet. I've been bonding with Pop. Uh, we got Ely. So all the all the rookies, I'm pretty close with all the rookies. So we should be we should be ready to rock. Who's going to be the worst roommate of all the guys? All the rookies. Are, who's the one guy you wouldn't want to room with? Uh, I want. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I could probably get you. I'll probably get you next week or something. <laughs> Scott, yeah, it looked like you went down to Texas on, on social media yeah. to throw with Pat. What was that experience like? Where did you, what did you come out uh, learning? learning? Uh, yeah, it just you know you all going in a session with him, you always learn something. So it was just you know it was trying to get into that to that routine, build that chemistry down there, and it was it was real hot. That's what I remember about it. But what's it like when Patrick Mahomes puts a video of you on his? Personal social media. Yeah, he 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 uh he surprised me with that one, but it felt real good though. You know, he got he got uh two million followers, so he, he definitely up my up my IG. Couple more. What do you think you took away most from that? Just working with him. Um, as far as like how to run my routes and like what he wants, you know, it's all about what he wants and you know the chemistry between the wide receiver and the quarterback. So I'm just trying to feel like what he needs from me, you know. It takes guys a little while to learn uh, Andy Reid's playbook. Yeah. Uh, who are you leaning on, you know, to make sure that you know everything? Everybody, everybody, anybody who's been here longer than me, I'm asking you questions. So, but between Pat, Kelsey, Clyde, and you know, McCall, everybody, you know, we we uh, what's up, what's up? We um, we're definitely we're definitely uh, bouncing each other each other's brain around. It's exciting. I mean come out here to St. Joe's. I've heard a lot about it, so kind of know what to expect and just excited to get on that field and start getting ready for the season. What's your challenge? What do you need to accomplish this next four, three or four weeks? Yeah, um, I think a big thing, obviously, is just learning the plays, making sure I got everything down, and I think a big thing for me is just bonding with the DBs, with the whole defense, so we can all come together. I mean, there's a lot of new moving parts, so we kind of get to establish a new identity, which is going to be a lot of fun. Trent, you were kind of banged up there at the end of minicamp. What was that about, and where are you health-wise now? Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I was a little dinged up. I mean, it was a long camp, but I'm feeling good, feeling healthy, and just trying to get back out there and get with the team. What was the specific injury? Um, it was just a little head injury, nothing too okay. much. 
How excited are you about this? I mean, is this a dream come true in some ways? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I get that question a lot. And I mean, it's a mixed emotions. You know, it's a dream to come out here in the NFL, but it's especially amazing to come to the Chiefs, a great organization under Andy Reid and get in with some of these vets. So I'm really excited to be out here. You ready to return to dorm life and what'd you bring? Man, two fans, that's for sure. I heard coming out here, you need fans. So brought the two fans and I mean, I got a nice little double bed. I thought it was going to be some small bed, but <laughs> I got some space I can lay out. So it's better than I thought. Who's your roommate and are you concerned about that? Oh man, no, it's B. Cook. So I've known him for a while, you know, he's a goofball over there. So I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun rooming with him. Trent, I understand that you guys were in shorts during the, the mini camp. Yeah. What did you maybe learn about yourself going against uh, NFL receivers yeah, so far? Yeah, um, I mean, you learn a ton, especially coming from college. The game's a little faster, routes a little different, quarterbacks are a lot better, as you guys know, going against Patrick Mahomes. So just learning that kind of thing, timing, and just how to do different things versus different receivers is the kind of thing I started to pick up on towards the end of the camp. You're new here. I know there's like a change of guard when it comes to the leadership. Just what has Justin Reed and maybe Juan Thornhill done as far as setting the tone for the room so far? Yeah, I mean, they've been amazing. I mean, you come into a place where you don't know the playbook, you don't really know anything, and have guys who are smart, intelligent, and can lead a room makes it a lot easier transition coming from college because there's so many different things you have to do and understand, and being out there with guys who know what they're doing makes it a lot easier. Trent, you anticipate working exclusively on the outside during this camp, or have you been had Man, conversations about that? I'm all over the place, inside, outside, wherever the coaches need me. I tell them, wherever you need me to play, I'm going to do my best to make sure I'm ready for my opportunity. Trent, well, fans out here on Wednesday and throughout the rest of camp, how excited are you for that to play in front of them? I haven't been able to play in front of these fans yet, so I'm going to be really excited and bring a lot of juice for these fans for sure. You mentioned the playbook. Uh, it's taken some of the veterans through SPAC system a little yeah. while to pick it up. Who are you leaning on to make sure that you know everything? Yeah, um, definitely Juan Thornhill, big guys, but I mean, Willie Gay and Nick Bolton have been huge too as linebackers controlling the whole defense. Um, just listening to them, listening to their little critiques, even when I'm on the field. You know, I may make a mistake, but come off the field, they tell me what to do, and I can fix it up the next day. So it's a really awesome playing with guys like that. These next few days are, you know, an opportunity for the coaches to kind of see how the rookies retained information and what they came back yeah. with. What did you do during uh, the last few weeks to kind of keep fresh? Man, I feel like I didn't really have a summer. I went back home, saw the family a little bit, but I've been working, studying the play so that when I come out here, it's like I was already here, you know. A big thing about going back home and chilling is you don't want to be too lazy. You know, you still want to give your body a little break, but you still got to be mentally ready and sharp so that you can come out here and do your job. Our CBS station in Seattle asked me to ask, ask this, so if you don't want to answer, you don't have to. What's your reaction to what's going on with the Pac-12 and what's going to happen with you, Doug? Hey, this blew me away hearing all these movements and stuff, but I mean, UW's always been a great school and they got a great organization. So whatever happens in the future, I'm excited to see because I know the boys over there are ready for it. Okay, yeah. thanks guys. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. No problem.